Live from Smitty1.com Studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Take a lap. That is correct. You are in the right location where we're talking, yes, more Kenneth Walker. Doubling down, your boy Smitty is doubling down. Who doesn't like when I double down? Who doesn't like when I double down? This kid, Kenneth Walker, I watched two hours of of video footage and film on him yesterday just to make sure I wasn't crazy because of all the DMs I got. And hey, Smitty, do you really think he can catch? Hey, Smitty, is it it true that he's your number one rookie or he was skill set wise? If he's your number one rookie skill set wise and you love his situation, more and more every day. Why isn't he your your running back one? Why isn't he your 1.1? And I thought to myself, you know, when Bob said that, hey, Smitty, why isn't he your 1.1? I said, why, why isn't he my 1.1? What's holding me back? Peer pressure? Bob? Is Bob holding me back? Are you holding me back? Who's holding me back from just pushing Walker into my 1.1? So... I decided, I decided it's time. I watched two hours more footage. Obviously, I've seen everything I can get, but I watched two hours more of footage last night. This kid is unbelievable. And I'm just taken aback by all the people that that truly believe that he's not going to catch the football in Seattle. After you watch this kid's film, I get it. They didn't throw to him a lot in college. That's fine. That doesn't mean, that doesn't tell the whole story. The fact that he didn't catch footballs in college like you or I would want doesn't necessarily translate into this kid won't catch footballs at the NFL level. It's not the way it is. It's not the way it is. That's not the way it works. Just because you don't catch footballs doesn't correlate to you not catching the football at the NFL level. What matters is the system you're going to. What matters is the usage you're going to get. And what ultimately matters is what you see on film. And what you see at the combine and in workouts. And if this kid didn't impress you at the combine and in workouts. And prove to you he can catch the football. Prove to you he's a playmaker. Like, just watching two more... Like, again, i watched everything already. I've watched everything. But watching two hours of this kid last night straight, just watching every single thing I could get my hands on, just to confirm that what, I, what I've been saying all offseason is true. He is the most talented of the two running backs. I love Brees Hall. Okay, let me tell you that uh, till, till I'm blue in the face. I love Brees Hall. I love Brees Hall. This kid's got so much giddy up and wiggle behind the line of scrimmage to find and choose his rushing lanes and get through the hole and and to cut back and and change directions and and, and break off to the outside similar to uh similar to a a uh like I don't know I would say similar to a, a bunch of the running backs like Derrick Henry in the league that are very very good at at, at just getting up once they get to full speed and just saying, see ya, try and grab, try and grab me from behind. I'm heading to the house. I'm taking a house. Do you want to come? Do you want to come? 
You want to climb on my back and I'll take you to the house because this train's leaving for the end zone. I don't want anybody walking away from this video and the show saying, hey, Smitty, you don't like uh, Brees Hall now. Or I don't want to see a thousand DMs, Smitty, why don't you like Brees Hall? Why is Brees Hall not your, your running back one anymore? Do you not like him? Uh, I don't want to hear those questions and comments and DMs. I just don't want to. I'm not going to respond to them because I get too many of them. I like Brees Hall. I like Brees Hall. Me loving Kenneth Walker as the running back one and the the 1.1 rookie. It doesn't mean you have to take advantage of that. Like like in your draft, you could. It doesn't mean you have to force yourself to draft him. Means you can take advantage of it in your draft. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, I think you need to you need to be smart about it. Like, this is the part that that we struggle with here on the show, is that when we like someone as a group, hey, we're going to move this guy here, or hey, we like Javante higher than the average community, right? We, we, just because we mock draft him too high, we snipe each other, doesn't mean we can't take full advantage of the bad and ridiculous ADP that, well, it's good ADP in, in our context. But we can't sit here and act like Kenneth Walker is is valued in the real world where I value him or you value him. So the moral of the entire show is that Kenneth Walker is my 1.1 rookie. He's my number one overall rookie. He's my number one rookie running back. He was by a mile all offseason long. I didn't waver one time. Like, if you go look at my rankings... And all my write-ups from, you know, before January, and especially in January when I do a very hardcore drop of rookie running back rankings and rookie rankings overall, this man, Kenneth Walker, was by far my number one. I love Brees Hall. Again, don't walk away thinking I don't love Brees Hall. I love Brees Hall. Don't walk away thinking I'm going to draft Kenneth Walker at the 1.1 in a rookie-only draft. Just because he's my number one rookie that does not instantly translate to let's waste ADP opportunity. Let's waste an opportunity to get both. I want both. I'm drafting both. I love having teams in Dynasty startups. We're doing a voicemail league. I acquired both. I want both. In fact, this weak running back class everybody talks about, I want all three of my top three running backs. Who's number three? Rashad White. Who's coming for Lenny's job? Lenny, I have news for you. Rashad White is coming for the keys. Please provide the keys. Leave them out for Rashad White. He's coming to take the starting gig. And it's happening very, very soon. Because Rashad White is the best pass catching back in the 2022 NFL draft class. I don't want to hear anybody try and argue differently. This is the best pass catching running back in the draft class. This is a kid that... Tom Brady obviously wanted on roster because they can't seem to solve the running back catching the football situation to the liking of Mr. Tom Brady himself. So they brought in Rashad White to to handle it. Let me do it. Let me just move over, Lenny. This is my job now. I want all three of these running backs in a league, and I did so in the voicemail league. I created a league. Look, I tell you all the time, jump into the voicemail uh, groups to drop the voicemails in and those that did got an opportunity to play in a league with me we started a league it's called the voicemail league and and in that league i drafted kenneth walker Brees hall and rashad white and i'm super excited about it, it it's the one thing i wanted to make sure i did in the offseason so 
I really believe we're going to hear a lot of pushback. I haven't watched everything or looked at all the comments yet. I'll, I'll skim through them in a minute. But I really think this is going to get a lot of pushback, this video. I made an announcement that I was going to have a big announcement on the show today involving a ranking change for a specific player that was going to ruffle feathers and kind of make waves. And I think that you won't find too many analysts that out, out there at, at all that are as high on Walker as I am. But that have him as the one number one overall rookie from a hey what's gonna happen perspective not where do you draft him but what's gonna happen perspective i don't think there are a lot of analysts that have him number one he's my number one what can i say what can i say other than i made sure i did my due diligence even though i already have last night sat there watching footage after footage, after interview, after breakdown, this, that, the other, your mother, everybody was involved in this one, okay? And I came to the conclusion that I wasn't crazy, and I've got a couple quotes here. Smitty is doubling down on Kenneth Walker. Smitty. Walker can't be, can't catch? Hold my beer. Smitty. And I just can't wait for him to prove people wrong. There's, you know, some of the stuff I do is gut driven. I, I I think I'm often coined as the gut analyst doesn't have any, you know, tangible proof behind some of his stuff. Like maybe there's truth to that. Like there are, there are times where I don't have a lot of evidence for something. And I think I have plenty of evidence. This is not really that case at all, but it's funny that, that there's a lot of times I run into this where people say, you know, hey, Smitty, you watch film, you get a gut instinct, but the data says that he can't catch the football or he's not going to catch the football in Pete Carroll's offense, even though they they threw the football. Carson had a, I think he had like a 43 reception season one year. Um, He's not that guy, Carson, that's going to, surpass all you know expectations from a perspective of okay we're going to throw the football x amount of times to the running back oh yeah Carson's going to be the guy that's going to exceed all expectations and be that that top level guy that they got the most receptions in a Pete Carroll you know offense from a rece- receiving perspective he's not the guy that's going to set the bar this guy's going to set the bar this team is going to lean on Kenneth Walker and DK Metcalf, thank God he stayed because this is a, a wide receiver I wanted traded. I was not expecting Kenneth Walker to get drafted to the Seahawks. And admittedly, when when the when the when the drafting happened, I wasn't excited about it at at first glance. I admit that just because I, I was so pumped about the idea of of Buffalo getting him or Buffalo getting one of these two running backs. I was so pumped about it that I couldn't resist you know the 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 expect having the expectation level that that was going to happen so it took me a minute but they they have they addressed the offensive line with which they haven't done in in years in the NFL draft the way they did they didn't they didn't do that when they had Russell Wilson under center and I realize it's not ideal that they don't have a quarterback that is capable of leading this team to multiple playoff wins even to a playoff, you know, 
run. I know, I know, I know the Seahawks aren't making the playoffs in 2022. I understand that. And at the risk of making scaring people away from Kenneth Walker through some sort of like correlation to Javante Williams' exact situation from his rookie year last year, at the risk of making all of you fear, fear that you're gonna see a running back by committee because of my my correlation here, uh, I'm gonna use it. Because the efficiency is what I'm merely talking about. Denver ran the ball extremely well last year without any solid quarterback play. Do you guys realize how well, how well Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon ran the football without a solid passing attack? Without a good, competent quarterback? They ran the ball phenomenally well. So much so that a lot of you are scared of Melvin Gordon, who's a 3.9 yard per carry running back that is older, that took on a lot of work last year. So many people look at what happened in Denver on the ground and they think they correlate it to Melvin Gordon. <laughs> they, cor- they correlate it to Melvin Gordon. But Melvin Gordon is not scary at all. I, I can't wait for all of you. I know a lot of you are on board with me on this journey of making Javante Williams literally the best second round drafted player in probably the last five years in fantasy football. Since Dalvin Cook, since the top five running back in every intro video I did in 20, what was it, 2018, 2019? Top five running back, top five running back. Every single intro video, your boy Smitty had that clip in there. And I I, I truly believe this is that. Dalvin Cook is Javante Williams. Javante Williams is Dalvin Cook, as we say all the time on the show. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. These two things are the same thing. Dalvin Cook and Javante Williams. Javante Williams, Dalvin Cook. Why? Because Javante Williams falls to round two when he should be top five. Make no mistake about it. The same exact thing I'm talking about. Not drafting Walker too high. Don't take Walker at 1.1. You don't need to, Bob. You don't need to. But Smitty, but Smitty, you say he's the 1.1. Shouldn't I just grab my guy? Not at 1.1. Grabbing your guy, as I say, Rashad White, number five overall instead of nine. Do it. Just do it. You want Rashad White? Do it. What are you going to do when somebody gets cute and grabs the player when you thought, oh, I could let him slide? I'm not saying don't grab your guy. I'm the king of reaching on a player when I want to grab my guy. I reach on Javante Williams. I reach on Kenneth Walker. I reach on Brees Hall all the time. Kyle Pitts. I reach on a bunch of the players that I want in Dynasty all the time. Herbert. Herbert, Josh Allen, I reach on those players all the time, but there are certain places in a draft, especially at the top, so the in a rookie draft at 1.1, at 1.2, in a dynasty startup, taking Javante at one when you don't need to, in a redraft setting, taking Javante at, at pick number five instead of 18, I get DMs every day say, that say this. Hey, Smitty, I'm with you on Javante Williams. I'm going to redraft right now. I'm taking him number three overall. You're right. You're right. I'm doing it. I didn't say take Javante Williams at number three in a redraft, Bob. In fact, I'm saying the exact opposite. I'm telling people to use ADP to your advantage in these situations when we're talking about first and second round, 1.1 or rookie-only draft. 
Kenneth Walker falling to 2-3-4 sometimes in a rookie-only draft. People are worried about this kid, and I don't know why, and I don't care. All I know is I recognize it, and I'm going to use it to my advantage, and I'm stealing Kenneth Walker away at pick three and pick two. Now, I'm not going to get cute at number three and four. I will take him at two, 100 times out of 100. If I'm sitting there at 1.1, and I think I could trade up to the 1.3 and land both, I will drop Brees Hall at 1.1, and I will make a very calculated, cold decision to draft Kenneth Walker at 1.3. I'm not trying to draft Kenneth Walker at 1.1. You don't have to draft Kenneth Walker at 1.1. You can draft Kenneth Walker at 1.2 at the, at the high point and probably at the safe point. And at 1.3, 50-50, he falls to you because there's Drake London fans. There's people that think, oh, no, I want Garrett Wilson, whatever. Use it to your advantage. But Kenneth Walker doesn't need to be the 1.1 rookie-only pick. He needs to be the number two or beyond. And if you've got the 1.1, I find it pretty hard you can't trade down. I find it pretty hard you can't make a significant move up somewhere else. Not in the rookie draft. In your, your vet draft or somewhere, get a player, get a piece, get whatever. Get a get a player that's going to really help you. Get a 2023 first rounder. Have some cojones and say, hey, Bob, you want, hey, hey, Smitty, I'll take the 1.1, I'll give you my 1.2. Okay, give me your first rounder, Bob, for 2023. That's too expensive. I'll give you my second rounder back. We'll just, we'll just move your first rounder down to round two, Bob. Use some negotiating. That's him. That's Bob. This isn't me. Use some negotiating tactics, Bob. I don't think I can pull that off, Smitty. Then I would say, let me try. Hold my beer. Because it's not that hard to to get a ton for a move down from the 1.1. Look, the 1.1 is a hot commodity. You can't, you're not trading properly if you can't get interest in the 1.1, even a move down. Like 1.1 to 1.2. I love Kenneth Walker is the point. And I'm not afraid to draft him over and over and over. And, and to all the people that say, um, I don't know. Let's see. Can't believe people still listen to this guy. Uh, Danny, um, appreciate you being here, pal. Um, I'm glad, glad you're such a fan. Where is that? I can't believe. Here we go. There's Danny Boy. Danny Boy. There. Now, now, there. Now Danny no longer has to worry about it. Sorry, Danny. I'm sorry that I uh, impeded on your uh, your fantasy football journey here. But appreciate you being here for the short time period that you were. Um, I got A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddle for the 1.3, says the Bruce. That is a fantastic haul. And, and, he, and let me give you an example. Even if you could have got Walker at the 1.3, I still make that trade. You got to know when you're getting value. You got to know when you're getting value. Uh, where else are we at? Let me let me go to the top and read some of these comments. I see a, pop, a lot of people yelling at Kenny P about what Kenny P is saying. Let's see. I don't think Kenny Powers is liking what I'm saying here. But what's up, Axe? First in the building, Michael KCPA, who is the top super chatter of uh, the year in a single live stream at 199. Somebody knock him off the 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 mantle here. Uh, we got we got Jeb in here. What's up, Jeb? Mealy, Spacula, Silver's in the house. The Bruce, uh, Ramos, Nate is in the building. Matt Slater, appreciate every single one of you in the building. Robert in the house. Walker fire emoji. Penny, 
Uh, hammies. Yeah, Penny's already... Don't worry about Penny. Penny's on a one-year deal. Okay? Could they run Walker a little less in the beginning of the year? Could could he maybe get going mid-season? You know, like fully. And they use Penny and try and not put too much tread on the tires in the beginning of the year. Yeah, but this isn't the Denver Broncos. Not every team is going to do what the Denver Broncos did, which is like completely hold their running back one out of it. Pete Carroll's not going to look at it the exact same way that the Broncos did. So don't don't tie that that too much to the situation. But a slow start? Sure. I mean, slow meaning he's only getting first and second down work for half a year? Sure. It could happen. How many times have you seen a running back in week, I don't know, week, uh, the final 10 games only. So let's, one weeks one through six, one through seven, slow start. Then like week seven on. How many times have you seen a running back just go on a terror and go from like running back 15 or 18 to like top seven running back? It happens all the time. Uh, Spacula with a super chat. Appreciate you, Spacula. Appreciate you. Derek Lincoln's liking what he's seeing. Uh, The man, the, the man rock. Walker isn't it, says Kenny P. So, so Kenny P is not having it. That's fine. That's fine, bro. Gary's in the house. Appreciate you being here. Walker, top rookie. Interesting. I like that it's bold, though. I, You know, it's funny because, like, I feel like it's not bold. I feel like it's not bold at all, but yet the reactions are always really crazy. Keep in mind everything I've said, though, Cliff. You can't draft him 1.1. You don't need to draft him 1.1. You're going to absolutely ruin the upside. Smells like Sermon Rants last summer. Kenny. Kenny, first of all, you're still my boy. I'm not mad at you. You do need to take a lap. But second of all, I do love this comment because a lot of people do bring the sermon. Smitty, you missed on sermon. I didn't miss on sermon. I didn't miss on sermon. I said that sermon and Mitchell. That's so funny. It's almost like people. Kenny, sermon and Mitchell. I talked about Mitchell cuffed to Sermon almost every time I mentioned his name. Like, Sermon's going to ball out. Cuffed to Mitchell. Sermon could be really good. Cuffed to Mitchell. Mitchell's the top waiver wire out of the year because no one listened to me and drafted Mitchell because I said Mitchell was a must-cuff to Sermon. That situation and prediction worked out very, very nicely. In fact, it did what what I projected it to do potentially win a lot of leagues if you grab Sermon and Mitchell together as a cuff. It The, the reason the cuff exists is in case the, the, the first part of it backfires. Part of it, Kenny, is the situation was gold. Like, my assessment on what Sermon was going to do, cuff to Mitchell, worked out beautifully. You can't look at one angle of that and be like, oh, Sermon... You missed on, like, I love when people think I missed on Sermon. People come in all the time and they think they're going to just, like, stab me with it. Like, hey, I'm going to get Smitty with this one. Sermon. Sermon. (laughs) No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about that prediction coming back to haunt me because it was tied to Mitchell. Mitchell did his job. Mitchell did what he was supposed to do. There's a reason Mitchell came out of my mouth every time I talked about Sermon. Almost every time, it was these two need to be cuffed together. 
and, and, and Mitchell had the upside and the ability. Plenty of times I said Mitchell is one of the more talented, underrated running backs in the draft class. And the fact that he's there to be cuffed to Sermon, that the between the two, these this is the starter. Between the two, Sermon and Mitchell, this is the eventual long-term starter. And that Mitchell would start multiple games at some point. We knew that was going to happen. Just like we know Davis Price, Ty Davis Price, will start games in 2022. If you own Mitchell, you must own Ty Davis Price. They are one and the same. I don't want to hear later from Kenny or whoever when I say that Eli Mitchell in mid-round five or top around six especially is one of the bigger running back two steals in fantasy football because you can cuff it to, to Ty Davis Price. Between Ty Davis Price and uh, and Eli Mitchell, you have yourself a very, very strong running back too. Very strong running back too. And, and at the cost of entry, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. All right, I'm going to scroll down to the bottom here. Uh, do you like Mitchell, Kenny? Walker, 7-8 turn in redraft is fine with me. I hate Pete Carroll. So here's the deal in redraft. We talked about Dynasty. Is he the 1.1? No, you don't need to make him the 1.1. He's the 1.2 or 1.3. And I don't take the risk of trying to get him later if I have the 1.2. I'm not getting cute. I'm drafting him. Um, I know I I love I love when people say this. I I and I know I know Drew's just joking, but I love when people say it. Smitty, what happened to Sermon? <laughs> I love it because I say, uh, exactly what I predicted. Mitchell would be the most amazing cuff to that situation and one of them would thrive. <laughs> Thank you for, for bringing it up. I didn't want to brag. I didn't want to brag and pat myself on the back. So I appreciate you coming out and, and letting people know that that prediction did land. Thank you. Thank you. Um, quit spamming teams, Chuck. What's Chuck doing? Hawks. Seattle. Well, you know, we're, we are talking about Walker. You know, let's let Chuck say Seattle a couple times in a row. It's fine. Uh, Rashad White, number one, if Lenny goes down. Rashad White is the starter, Ricky, in my mind. I don't care if Lenny kicks off the season as a starter. Rashad White, I'm drafting. Rashad White, I'm drafting. That's, I mean, I, I look, I, I know it's going to sound bold. But let's just, let's just, you know, finalize the rant here. Okay. Kenneth Walker is my rookie 1.1. Kenneth Walker is worth. Here's the catch. Here's the kicker. And if we go to the board and talk about his, this is Kenneth Walker's redraft value. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I can't believe I'm writing seven on the board. I've got to write seven on the board. Um, what's this say? Chloe L. If you want to win your league, just send your league mates the link to Smitty's YouTube channel. So they draft all his cold takes and busts. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the, the, the promo there, Chloe. Um, here's 
here's the gist of this. Appreciate that. And Derek Lincoln sent in a super chat. Derek Lincoln says, "Where are you taking Walker in a 12-man PPR?" So we're gonna do that right now with the with the with the redraft stuff. Um, you don't look. Walker can go here or even here in a redraft PPR. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, I tend to never let him go past this range. And I, 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 I admittedly feel like I'm missing an opportunity. You know? So it, it's 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 tough because I'd say he, he, he fell here. He fell here in my two best ball drafts. Like right around here in my two best ball drafts. I was patient and disciplined. And you got to use the pre-ranked list to your advantage. Meaning that if you're if you're sitting there and the pre-ranked list has this many guys, and then here's Kenneth Walker, and you're you're you know you're six picks away, then you know you're probably gonna have a really strong shot at Kenneth Walker being on the board. If Kenneth Walker is this many spots away, here's Kenneth Walker right here, down way down on this list, then you probably have a really strong shot at waiting another round to get him. If in your on your pre-rank list, it really is all about the pre-rank pre-rank list. If Kenneth Walker, if you're like 12 picks away with you're on the clock and if you if you pass on Kenneth Walker, then you're going to probably miss him if he's like ranked here on the pre-rank list. It's all about this pre-rank list when you're on the clock. Now granted someone could get crafty and cute and grab him instead of you. Um but it, it's 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 just all about the feel of the draft. So in the cases right where where I described that I got him here in my two best ball drafts, he was literally like right here on the pre rank list of, of of running backs, not just not just overall players. Like looking at the running backs, I was on the clock right here, and I thought to myself, this is when Her- Herbert was still on the board. And you guys were, I did this live on the show. I could have taken Kenneth Walker here when he ranked here on the pre-rank list for running backs. But I'm like, no, we're going to go Herbie here in round five. So we drafted Herbie right there. And then, of course, when we got back 24 picks later, Kenneth Walker was available. I got him in round six. I did it again in another redraft. So to answer the question, a lot of people say, Smitty loves him so much. Is he taking him in the second round, third round? No. You take him in like round four or five, but depends. It totally depends on where he, you know, where he's going to fall in that pre-rank list. So in a, in general and redraft PPR, non PPR doesn't matter. Cause he's going to be a PPR monster. I don't care what anybody says about his college football, you know, pass catching. I don't care what anybody says about Bob and bill that say he can't catch footballs. I don't care about, any of the the analysts out there saying avoid him he's not a PPR guy you can't you can't use college football stats to determine if a player is going to catch footballs in the NFL it's reckless because systems are different college systems that don't throw to the running back are going to make you have a perceived uh, a, 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 a predetermined perception of this player's capability in the PPR game like, let me ask you a question. For every hater out there that that thinks this is crazy, for every hater out there that literally is like Smitty, this kid didn't pull footballs in 
in Michigan, and he didn't prove he can be a PPR guy. He just didn't catch enough footballs. What makes you think he's going to catch the football at the NFL level? My question is, have you not watched his film? Have you not watched his footage? Like, this kid... Let me bring up his game log. And, and, and just... Kenneth Walker... 2021 game log. Let, let's just pull this up and look at it. Because I, I think it's... It's crazy to me. Here's his game log. Dude's yardage was just through the roof. Let me pull it up here. Can I get a game log, please? ESPN, do you have it by chance? Game log, not available. Fox Sports, do you have it? Okay, here's his regular season game log. This is uh, Kenneth Walker, 2021. Let me make this minimized here. Unbelievable. Unbelievable stats. Just unreal. Unreal. This kid is a special human being. Just absolutely special. Look at these numbers. These numbers even correct. They look like video game numbers. Okay, so here we go. Thirty totes of the rock, one thirty eight, one touchdown long of thirty five. Uh, 25 yards, six carries in that uh, Ohio State game. Uh, 143 and two touchdowns. 146 and one touchdown. 197 and five against Michigan. 84. Let's go back to that Michigan game. 197 and five. 8.6 yards per carry. A 58 long. My, My question to all the haters and doubters out there. Uh, around Kenneth Walker in, in this prediction here uh, that he's the number one running back. Oh my God, so crazy. Is <laughs> Does this not prove to you that he's just a playmaker? Like, do you think that if... I mean, I'm asking a serious question because I, I, I question... I question the decision-making from a fantasy football perspective. Anybody that takes a look at this right here, especially if you watch him, how talented he is. Pure talent. This kid's Alvin Kamara meets Javante Williams. That's his comparison for me. His his comp is Alvin Kamara meets Javante Williams. My question for you is when you see a kid producing these kind of numbers, okay, my question is do you really believe that somebody this talented that's, that's 197 and five touchdowns against Michigan State this week right here? 233 yards with a long of 94 and a touchdown here. 126 and 3. Number 1, 172. Look at this. 172 yards right here. Number 1. Number 1. My question is, when did he have time to catch the football? You know, it's kind of like somebody judging Debo Samuel 
for not having more receptions or something when he was literally running the ball and he had another job to do like you're really like when people say Debo isn't a pure wide receiver or Ayuk's a better pure route runner than Debo Samuel like what a dumb comment what a dumb comment when you literally are giving the man very little work to prove he's the number one wide receiver and you're judging him on it you're literally saying hey let's take away his ability to prove it during his breakout year and then let's judge him then we'll judge him and and say why didn't you catch more footballs Debo it's 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 such a dumb comment to say that Debo Samuel is a lesser pure wide receiver than Ayuk it's just not it's not a smart statement it's a take a lap worthy comment Debo Samuel was the number one wide receiver in the NFL in yards per catch it's just a similar it's similar to saying he can't catch the football when did he have time to catch the football he's running the ball 23 to 25 times a game the man ran for 138 and a touchdown 143 and 2 146 and 1 197 and 5 233 and 1 126 and 3 172 when did he have time to pull the football in why are we judging him in a system that doesn't throw the football to him, in a system that says, hey, let's just keep handing him the football. And when you watch how electric he is on the field, this is why he's better than Brees Hall. This is why he's my number one rookie running back. When you watch him, you will see it. If you don't watch video footage and film on the kid and you just go off people's rankings, you're not going to see it. It's real simple. But when you watch this kid on the field and he's doing all of these things... And you say to yourself, the kid this talented, eh, he probably won't catch the football. He probably won't catch the football very well in college. It's crazy. I'm trying to see the the, the stats here. 172. Are these numbers even... I'm getting different numbers everywhere I look. Michigan 197.5. Yeah. So like here's another here's another game log. Let me pull this one up. This one looks uh, a little different than that one. It might have another game or two on it. Let me pull this game log up. This game log it might be a little bit easier to see as well. This is from uh, Sports Reference. 2021. 264, 4 TDs, 57 and 1, 172 and 3, 61, 126 and 3, 233 and 1, 84, 197 and 5, 136 and 1, 143 and 2, 138. Just like, yeah, Smitty, he doesn't, he's not good at this guy right here. Listen to what you're saying. This guy right here isn't good enough to catch the football at the NFL level. Listen to the words coming out of your mouth. Smitty, I don't think he'll catch the football at the next level. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are suggesting that you know that this kid who dropped these numbers can't catch the football at the next level? This kid right here can't be one of the best pass-catching backs in the NFL. Who do you think you are? To suggest that he can't be 
one of the best, not just a good PPR, one of the best pass catching backs in the NFL. What makes you de- what makes you qualified, Bob or Bud or whoever you are, to suggest that a guy doing these amazing things, this amount of wiggle, it's like it's like the Javante Williams argument. I came into a li- that live stream the day that Melvin Gordon resigned, and I felt all by myself. And it was fine. That's what it's part of the job. But I feel I feel alone on this. I know I know guys like. Uh, uh, who, I think who's in here that's super I think Derek Lincoln in here 